What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, it's been a little while. Yeah, man, it has been a little while. Um, you know, definitely took a couple weeks off. Wasn't much going on, really, in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. um, the last couple of weeks. Uh, so, you know, we didn't want to come up here and not have really anything to talk about. But, um, you know, as things have started to pick up, we knew this week uh, we would have something to talk about. And uh, we didn't know for a fact that um, we were going to have the trailer that dropped this week. That trailer being the uh, Bad Batch, uh, which we're gonna, which obviously we're gonna get to. We got some news on Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, we got uh, in the on the Marvel side since since our last show, we got the debut of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, starring Sebastian Stan and and Anthony Mackie. But Sebastian Stan um, has some interesting comments regarding uh, a potential Luke Skywalker series. Something that um, it's no secret. That Star Wars fans um, want to see Sebastian Stan potentially portray Luke Skywalker. We've talked about that on this show before, so we'll um, we'll bring that story back uh, to light as well. So there's plenty of different topics uh, that we're going to get to, some other stuff as well. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, very exciting stuff. Not so much in terms of, you know, live action stuff, really, or yeah. or movies or we anything like that. We did get like the, the, the Obi-Wan cast as well. So yep. Yep. that'll that that'll be a big thing that we'll talk that we'll talk about as well. But yeah, so we're gonna talk about that. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna talk about a couple books as well because I got through yeah. a couple books as well. So speaking uh, of the books, you said uh, there were some yes. announced books this week. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. So we're a few announcements. So we got a couple of books announced. So we have uh, one book called Tempest Runner. Uh, this which, sounds like a mobile game. I'll be honest. With you. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a know. Star Wars mobile game. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a game called Temple Run, <laughs> exactly, which is very very popular, or was popular. I don't know if it's still popular, but <laughs> it's called you're stuck in the, <laughs> the very popular game out there, guys. It's called <laughs> Angry Birds. It's called Club Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so yeah, showing a little bit of my age there, guys. Sorry, I know I'm getting old. You know, I'm kind of an old man, but um, uh, there's a book coming out called Tempest Runner. Uh, so it's an audio original. Which I love those because I love listening to the audiobooks. Uh, so it is by Kevin Scott, and uh, it is uh, going to be uh, state, takes place in the High Republic, and it is uh, a it has the uh, main character as being Lorna D, uh, who is uh, one of the Nihil, uh, one of the villains. Uh, of the higher the higher public novel light of the jedi which is a very good novel uh, and i highly recommend anyone that hasn't checked that out to check that out uh so that's pretty interesting uh so that's the first um or one of the very few uh, star wars books and really star wars stories in general following a villain um outside of of course the prequels of vader and anakin but but really just following a villain like a true villain someone that's just there's nothing good about them at least not that we know of so far uh, and just following their journey and their their story, um, which those are usually some of the best Star Wars stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. We also have a book called Star Wars Visions. Uh, well, that, there's a show called Star Wars Visions, but the book is called Star Wars Visions Ronin. So I guess it's it's following. Um, it's based on one of the short stories that are going to be told in the Star Wars Visions show, which is going to be a series of different animated shorts, I believe. 
Um, and that is the book is coming out on I believe it says October twelfth. Uh, so it's coming out in October, uh, which we hadn't actually hadn't gotten a release date for Star Wars Visions yet. Um, but I guess now we can assume it's coming out before then, uh, since we're getting a a, a uh, novel based on one of the stories. So that is going to be pretty interesting. The Star Wars Visions, if you don't remember, is supposed to be, you know, Japanese, uh, you know, based or yeah. kind of like an, an is, anime. Was it anime? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't want to just assume it was anime just because of Japan. But, um, but yeah, kind of like an anime kind of style, ba- Japanese-based um, uh, animated uh, stories. So, so a couple of interesting announcements, uh, Kennel. So we got a few, a few interesting things coming on their horizon. Yeah. Um, did you see the? I don't know what this was from, but there was a, uh, there was some sort of, uh, I guess I don't know, some sort of featurette or something or, or, or surrounding the High Republic, and somebody in the background, I guess, had like a, um, had like some sort of, uh, like, concept art of another Yoda species character <coughs> showing up in the High Republic. People aren't sure whether or not this is Yaddle. Cause they, they yeah, have like I hair. mean, yeah, I've already seen a yaddle, a yaddle. Uh, I think they didn't they already release a yaddle like a High Republic image or something like that. I feel like they may have. Did they? I, I don't. I could be lying. If if I'm sure, if you're listening, you probably know if I'm lying or not by now. But <laughs> but I could, I thought I saw something. Maybe that was fan art too. I don't know. So people are wondering, is um, it Yoda with hair? Uh, I feel like they showed Yoda in the comics. They showed Yoda in, in, in the comics, so that's not... I can confirm yeah. that's not what it is. You know, unless so they're going way, way back. Yeah, which, I mean, no. It, yeah. Yoda didn't lose all his hair in <laughs> right. however whatever, however many decades. The High Republic's right. only a couple hundred years, and Yoda's like 900 years old. Right. So unless that's a really fla- crazy flashback, <laughs> way like the old Republic, Yeah. then um, then no, I can confirm that's not Yoda. Uh, but that's interesting, uh, regardless. I, my guess would be Yaddle. Or yeah, however you yeah, I'm all I'm all for uh, more Yoda species characters. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be interesting. I don't know if they're going to talk backwards uh, like Yoda does, but um, <laughs> pretty interesting stuff. Interesting stuff, nonetheless. Uh, but all right, so we're going to jump into some of these topics. So we're going to start with the Bad Batch. So we got a new trailer for the Bad Batch. It's the final trailer, I believe. It said they said it's the final trailer, um, which would make sense because the show comes out in about a month. Um, so, uh, we know the show comes out on May the 4th on Star Wars Day, and, uh, this trailer features a few interesting tidbits, so you see a lot of cool action shots with the Bad Batch, we know there's gonna be a lot of action in this show, which is very encouraging, there was a lot of action in their arc in Star Wars The Clone Wars, Season 7, uh, so if you're not as familiar with the Bad Batch, uh, they are a group of clones who are defective, so they each have different Things about them, one of them is really big and strong. One of them, you know, is a sniper or a sharpshooter. There's one that's kind of like a hunter or tracker yeah, Rambo. type. Rambo, I guess you could <laughs> you know, Sylvester Stallone, I guess. You know, there's there's one that's more of a tech. There's one that's kind of yeah. almost like a is droid. Or something like that. D-K-K, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's one that's uh, like a droid, which is, uh, which that's um, Echo, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Echo. Who's like you know who was now in also going, now he's like cyborg now he's, yeah, like, a cyborg. Now he's like a cyborg basically, um, uh, so he's almost he's kind of like um, uh, Lobot but with more personality. Lobot is Lando's buddy that's all hooked up has a computer thing on his head. Um, so 
uh, so yeah, the trailer had a lot of cool shots. There are a lot of things that people are pointing towards as being very interesting in it. Tarkin is heavily featured in the trailer. Seems like Tarkin may be the big bad, um, or at least the, it, it, in the introduction, he may be the big bad. He, they're talking about how the how the clones are defective, and you know we need to be able to control them and things like that. And we know these clones aren't aren't very good at following directions. So I think that'll be a plot point. They featured Fennec Shan in the trailer, uh, uh, played by uh, Ming Na Wen. Yes. And uh, uh, who, if you watch Agents of the Shield, she's very good in that. She was also the voice of Mulan in the animated uh, movie, and she played Fennec Shan in the live action show, uh, yep. The Mandalorian. So we're getting a live action character now animated. Uh, we also had Saw Gerrera uh, featured in the show, so we're getting Saw post. Uh, Order 66, he's talking about how the galaxy has changed and since the Clone Wars and stuff. It, am I the only one that feels like Saw's design looks too different from how he looked in Rebels? It was closer to the one that we saw in the Clone Wars. It was, yeah. So, I mean, which, there's nothing wrong which, with that. I mean, I feel, like, I, feel, I feel like they had to. I mean, this is like re- right post-Order 66. <laughs> right, right. I mean, how is he going to go from go from <laughs> looking like how he did in the Clone It's a conundrum, right? <laughs> I had a bigger issue with the voice. Right. Yeah, the voice the, is kind of bugged out, Because the too. voice sounded like uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. And I'm like, but the guy from Clone Wars sounded nothing like that. <laughs> so now, all of a sudden, it's, it, they had a conundrum. Yeah, old, scraggly voice. It's, yeah. it's an issue, right? It's an issue. <laughs> they, 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 they created this yeah. issue. Yeah, they knew they knew. They they created the issue. They, they didn't think it was a big deal. They made the issue when they put him in Rogue One. They made the issue when they cast Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. You know, and then when so they did the voice. And they did the voice. They, they made the animated version. And then they made the animated Based version. Based off of Forrest Whitaker. And they made Forrest Whitaker voice him. Yeah. So, I mean, it is it is what it is, right? So, that's that kind of threw me off a little bit. And, and, you know. But, either way, I'm glad Saul Guerrero is in the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we also got a clip of Rex, too. Which people seem to, people seem to be freaking out. <laughs> that Rex is in the show. I it seemed I, like a foregone conclusion. I would have expected him to be in the show. People yeah. were kind of freaking out. Rex, uh, and I'm like, uh, I mean, I I thought he would be in the show. Yeah. This isn't like I would have been Rex shocked showed if he showed up in Re- in Rebel. Exactly. That, then I was freaking yeah, out. That was internet for a good reason. <laughs> but with this, I'm like, I mean, it's right after Order sixty six. We know Rex survived. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, of course they're you know eventually they're clones. They're gonna yeah. run into Rex. It's a clone. It's a show about clones, and he's the most high profile clone. <laughs> I would exactly. D. Bradley Baker is voicing all the clones. <laughs> yeah, Rex is, they can get the act. They can't get the actor. Yeah, Rex is probably going to show up. So I had figured Rex was going to show up, but uh, but yeah. So we got uh, quite a few surprises. I did not expect Saul Guerrero to show up. Yeah. All, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, those were a lot of the big reveals. Uh, it's cool to see we got some mutants right in there. Did we get mutants in the beginning? Was that I, I I know we got the Kaminoans. Oh, the Cam- yeah, you're right. The Cam- the Kaminoans. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get to mix it with Yeah, that. I was like, I was like, please? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where did I got to watch this show again? No, oh, but, um, but yeah, so we got the Kaminoans, uh, which I like that. That's interesting because yeah. we don't see them very much. I mean, they, I, I believe they, they were in the Clone Wars a little bit. Right. Um, it uh, makes sense. Given it makes story. sense, you know, and, and it, it'll be interesting to see them around the Order 66 time as well. Yeah. Um, because we don't really see them around that time at all. You know, how they feel about everything that happens and what happens to them. We don't know what happens to them. That's what's so crazy about this is that, like, I mean, I would assume this is going to be, I mean, they said that the premiere is going to be 70 minutes. Um, That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, on May the 4th. So I would assume that um, this 
like this show is going to start out maybe it only start out with a retelling of 4066 but I feel like it's going to start pretty much after like a little bit after mm-hmm. so because of that like that's going to be you know a timeline that we haven't really touched yet besides the end of Clone Wars we haven't really touched that post Order 66 world um you know, so I'm sure maybe there are some comics and stuff that, you know, novels, but in terms of like... Yeah, I was going to say, this. I mean, we, I mean, I feel like, I mean, we've <laughs> touched it quite a bit at this point. Right. I mean, we've had Aftermath. Right. We had uh, Kanan, even the the last battle one. Yeah. So Kanan's comic is right Fallen after Order 66. And um, we have Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order. You know, so we, I mean, we have a few things. Yeah, an, ex- There's a, an extended material. Yeah, so there are other, there are other things that are Shattered Empire... Um, is well, no, actually, no. That's post. Uh, that's after Endor. I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, but yeah, you got you got a couple of other. There are a few other things as well. Um, and you guys, I guess, you just haven't crossed into the uh, the visual. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, the, hasn't the really. TV lens. Hasn't. Yeah, we haven't really seen anything in movie or TV uh, in that period time period. I mean, the Mandalorian is between five. Between um, well, no, the Mandalorian is between uh, uh yeah, six and between seven. six and seven. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in terms of TV, we haven't really seen Rogue it. Rogue One, I guess, before. Yeah, Rogue One, I suppose though, it's so close so to it's so close four. to four that yeah. it's you know it's almost <laughs> inconsequential. Yeah, so I mean that's gonna be uh, that'll be interesting to see how they how they what perspective they tell from or how they they show some of that stuff. Um, like you said, they definitely featured Tarkin pretty heavily in this trailer, mm-hmm. um, and that's cool to see. Um, yep. Obviously, we, we Tarkin was in the Clone Wars for a little bit, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be, you know, you know, it'll kind of show the the transition in, for his role within the Empire and how that yep. how that happens. Um, yep. uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Especially, I may have to dig it, to dive into the Tarkin novel again. Right. I know that starts out with him. Um, I think he is an Imperial already, but there are flashbacks uh, to him growing up. And stuff. So I have to. I I think I should probably check that out again because it seems like Tarkin is going to be featured in this a lot, and I really like Tarkin, especially based on how he's characterized by James Lucino in the Tarkin novel. So this should be really cool. Actually, I'm very much looking forward to seeing that. Um, to me, like this trailer, it didn't have as many OMG moments as I think you would have hoped. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, typically these animated Star Wars trailers have like just moment after moment that uh, you know where you're like, wow, you know. And I guess they, they wanted the Saw Gerrera thing to be that. Um, the Fennec Shan thing is cool, you know, but we had already known that she was going to be in it. Yep. Um, had we not known, I think that would have hit better. Um, so I don't know if there are more shoes to drop in this show. I mean, I'm fine with them not, like, spoiling, but um, that's, I guess, would be my only concern. It's how many, how many, how, what other what other stuff is there? Um, if it's good, then it, wasn't, it, it doesn't matter, but, you know, like, Ahsoka Tano, for example, I, I mean, I, I somewhat expect her to show up. I was going to say, I almost, I wouldn't say I don't want her to show up, but, I mean, the show's called The Bad Batch. Right. You know, if Ahsoka shows up, I'm just going to be mad that Ahsoka's not in it more <laughs> she'll steal the show yeah completely especially since she's animated we're gonna get actually Eckstein. like yeah. i was gonna be like just make another clone wars just give me another more seasons of clone wars yeah so part of me is like, i kind of hope that that stays out that that ahsoka and 
I mean, Rex is going to be in it. I don't know if we're going to see Ahsoka. There's a, there's a decent chance we will, but, you know, I, I want this to be a Bad Batch show. When you're playing in this sandbox, in terms of the timeline, who else could show up? Uh, Galleus Rax. Um, That's the first guy you're going to. I mean, he's after him. I mean, when you think of people in that time period <laughs> right. that were active, there's Galleus Rax. There's, um, uh, who else? Uh, Cody, which we've, who we've talked about a lot. Yeah, yeah, we, we a lot of people are expecting him. Cody. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's getting to the point, it's getting almost to like the, uh, the WandaVision, if anyone out there has followed WandaVision at all, Disney Plus, <laughs> is getting to the, kind of to the Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. I feel like Cody has to show up, You're almost. Right. Like, everyone is expecting Commander Cody to show up. Yeah. Some people are expecting him to be the villain, which I'm like, I don't need him to be, like, the villain. But I hope he shows up. Yeah. All right, so Cody uh, to show up. Um. Uh, let's see. Is there any a, a Vader sighting would be nice. That we could be getting? I mean, we know we're getting We know Saw's showing up. You know. So I guess the... But Andor um, or somebody. Um, yeah, I mean, we can get, we can get uh, you know... Plenty of Rebellion characters. Honestly. Yeah, plenty of Rebellion characters. Um, uh, Who's this you know, kid? Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma, yeah. Who's this kid? There's a lot of strange speculation. I guess the name is Omega. I guess it's, that's that's the name that I'm seeing a lot. I I may have to watch. I have to watch the trailer. Was again, it Hunter, I'm sure, but no, no, Hunter is uh, no. He's the guy. Yeah, Hunter is the guy. Some people are saying their name is Omega. People are speculating that this child is force sensitive. Um, or say they're saying they want the child to be force sensitive, and they have like a Kaminoan headdress, like some kind of like Kaminoan beads jewel or something like that, yeah. and. Uh, some people are saying it's a girl. It, it's it's it, I'm not. It's very unclear. Yeah, it's very ambiguous. Um, very definitely ambiguous in terms of their gender, um, uh, which I mean I don't know. It's interesting. They have blonde hair, which is very strange. Yeah, definitely seems like some kind of either defect or which make which again it makes sense that they would be talking to the Bad Batch because they look so different. Like why does this one look so different? You know. Yeah. Uh, which again goes into the all the genetics and the stuff with that with that and the clones and this one is a little off kind of thing so um, so yeah it kind of follows along that that train of thought with the bad batch um, so yeah it's interesting I, a lot of people are clamoring for a force sensitive clone I don't really need a force sensitive clone yeah um, it would be interesting I'd be all in if they were to do that but some people are like oh I really hope they're force sensitive I'm like nah. I mean I don't need them to be force sensitive. Um, I am. I'm pretty certain that this that this person, uh, pretty certain that's probably some version of a clone or some major connection to a clone. Yeah, I mean they look like the other child yeah, clones, right? <laughs> you know they they just had blonde hair. Yeah. So I don't know if that's art. This is just their art design, or um, or if it's just a, a different clone. But I think they are a clone. Um. And. Regardless, uh, I, I feel like whoever this person is, whoever this kid is, I'd imagine this kid is uh, somebody that's going to be important. Like I don't think this. I hope they show up later. Off. Yeah, 
Yeah, I kind of hope they show up in some other medium. Obi-Wan. That they don't die. Yeah, exactly. Like Boba Fett. Like, we're getting exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm like, you can use this. They're young. Yeah. And given the connection that Dave Filoni's going to have to the live action stuff mm-hmm. versus the connection obviously he has to this project, when you introduce a character like this, like, Filoni can easily have a vision for bringing them into something else. This isn't like pulling somebody from a book that he never worked on. Exactly. So. Yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of exciting stuff from the Bad Batch, and Dave Filoni also doesn't introduce characters that he doesn't have any future plans for. Yeah, usually. Um, you know, we have I guess we haven't seen much of Cad Bane really in anything else, but like yeah, we haven't seen much of Cad Bane. Haven't uh, seen much. Now. Haven't seen much of Zeb or or uh, or uh, Chopper. <laughs> you know, to be fair, I I don't think anybody thought Chopper had much of a. <laughs> Long term thing, but well, I like Chopper. That, we are getting that droid. Chopper thing. is still my favorite droid. I know yeah. that's blasphemy, Blister. Um, but yeah, all right. So a lot, some interesting stuff uh, from the Bad Batch. We have a lot to look forward to. Um, it will be that'll be a show. Finally, once we get the Star Wars content rolling again, that'll be a show that can be weekly. Did they did they confirm they're releasing that weekly? No, yeah, I think they did. Yeah, that's gonna be weekly. Twice in the first week, and then uh, every week, every Friday after that. Uh, yep. Uh, so that's perfect. So we'll be reviewing that. So you guys have that to look forward to. All right. So next, uh, we can talk about the Obi-Wan, uh, cast, uh, uh, which is confirmed as well as that they're going to start filming, uh, next month. Uh, so the production is going to start officially next month. We got a big picture uh, posted online showing the entire cast, or you know, a, a large chunk of the cast, most of the major cast. <laughs> I was like, wow, the entire cast, everyone, most of the cast, all 300 people. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, so of course, you have Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, uh, which I love that he's just second billing. I love that he's just right next to Ewan McGregor. I'm like, we better get a lot of him if you're putting him right next to Ewan McGregor. Um, uh, Moses Ingram. Joel Edgerton, Bonnie, uh, Pice, uh, which I, I could be butchering that name. I apologize. Uh, but uh, one thing uh, special about them, we got Owen and Baru. Yes. Owen and Baru making yes. a return, which, I'm, which I am oddly excited about. I don't really know why I'm that excited. Uncle Owen. Uncle <laughs> <laughs> the Uncle Owen action figure. Limited Hot edition. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I know some people probably are excited about that, which, no offense, y'all. I, you know, I think it's cool. I love, I love you know, the people that collect the hot toys and whatnot. Um, but I'm just not one of those people. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Vader but, one, I mean, look, whatever, it's look, cool. Yeah, man. Some of them, some Vader, of them, no, some of them are really cool. I just like, say Uncle Owen, that's when it's like. Yeah, I, Uncle Owen? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, do I need Uncle Owen? You know, that's just, you know, to have it. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything with it. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty funny. But uh, so we have uh, Kamal and Johnny, uh, who is a very funny guy, very good actor as well. Uh, we have Indira Varma, who if you, is um, uh, Game of Thrones uh, as well. If you've seen Game of Thrones, uh, Rupert Friend, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, which is uh, interesting. We've got Ice Cube son. Ice Cube Jr. Which, if you're familiar with uh, <laughs> uh, the hip hop scene at all, 
Um, or if you just like Ice Cube's movies, he's a big, he's a big actor, <laughs> yeah, big time actor. Now at this point, he goes beyond hip hop. Yeah, uh, but his yeah, son is actually, yeah, his son yeah. is is a pretty good actor as well. Yeah. So, uh, so he'll be in it. That's pretty cool. Uh, we have Sun Kang, uh, who is in the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, so we got Han. <laughs> Han lives again in Star Wars. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, we have Simone Kessel of the Kessel Run. No, I'm just kidding. But we have Simone Kessel and we have Benny Safdie. Uh, so, Benny uh, Safty, uh, one of the Safty brothers who directed uh, Uncut Gems. Ah, so very interesting. You know, interesting cast. Very, very, very diverse kind of group. Yes, very diverse group. Very interesting. Diverse in age. Diverse in in everything. Background. Ethnicity. You know, background. Yeah, just, how you, you know, appear. Where, where they come from. Where they're coming from. You know? Very interesting. So, kind of, there's a piece of, there's some, there's been an update on this that's very interesting. There's been, there's been a lot of speculation going on about this cat. A lot of speculation. We'll, we'll get to that, but we're going to say. Now, there's been an update on this that's very interesting. So, Moses Ingram. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, you know, there's, there's a word. Third billing. There's a word. Interesting, third uh, billing. There's word that from Variety, apparently, that she's playing a major character. Con- confirmed by Variety, quote, unquote. When you're third billing. That she's on playing Obi Wan Kenobi, a major show. character in the show, and she posted. Yes, you saw her Instagram. Post. She posted on Instagram. I play with lightsabers. I play with lightsabers. Now, when plural. she when we first heard in plural. Now, when we first heard <laughs> that she was going to be in the show, uh, I immediately was like, "Race Sloan. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> no comment. I'm just staring at it. Hey, it's impossible. That was my that was my immediate thought. That would have been cool. Uh, because we we just got Ray Sloan in in Squadrons. We got Ray Sloan in. Uh, she was just in one of these Empire Strikes Back uh, from a certain point of view short stories as well, which I'll talk about. I'll talk about that. We at thought the she end. was in Rebel. We thought she was in Resistance. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't her. It's true, <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah. So she seems to be popping up more and more. Yeah. So I figured it would be, you know, this would be kind of be a lot a, a nice logical. Next step. I see when it comes to Star Wars in general, I can't really. I mean, initially, when you see this cast, outside of like the people that we know, like I can't guess who any of these people are. Like, mm-hmm. O'Shea Jackson could be an alien. Like, he could be anybody. <laughs> he could yeah. be anybody. I have no idea. You know, it's really hopefully like, he's a good character. Remember when Benicio del Toro was cast, and people were like, oh, is he playing Thrawn? Is he Ezra. playing Ezra? He, he was just playing some random, <laughs> some random guy. <laughs> Yeah, Boba yeah. Fett, people thought he was Boba Fett. Like it was, he was nobody. <laughs> right. He, he could make yeah, up anybody. Yeah, he was getting a little eye in. But um, but yeah. So this is so it's interesting. So that that was that theory. And if you're not as familiar with Ray Sloan, she's an Imperial commander. Yes. Um, quickly rose the ranks to eventually become a Grand Admiral, I believe, or or at least an Admiral. I don't know right. if she was a Grand Admiral, but she was at least an Admiral in the. Uh, in the uh, in the first order Navy. Yeah, first order. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she was she was a pretty high rank, and uh, even in the Empire, she she was quickly rising the ranks and whatnot. And uh, also, she does not play with lightsabers typically. And she does not play with lightsabers, <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh, okay. So that's kind of squash. So when she mentioned the lightsabers, then I'm thinking, Seer from Fallen Order. Okay. So I'm like, oh, interesting. That so that's that's where you're going with. That's that's my first thought is Seer. Really? Kind of the same same complexion. Okay. Um I mean You know the person that plays her is is an actress, I believe. You, I mean she you know was. where the internet is running to. Um The uh, internet's running to Ahsoka Tano. That's what people are just like, oh, 
Tori and Ahsoka. What? In Obi-Wan. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what? Yeah, man. That's the popular theory out there. That Moses Ingram is playing Ahsoka. Wait, so they're recasting Ahsoka again? Well, That's what she's, like, she's playing a young version of Ahsoka. Like, she's not prime Ahsoka and re- post-Rebels, like, man, like, like the Mandalorian is, which is being played by Rosario Dawson. But this is, like, you know, right after Clone Wars. Ahsoka. Nah, nah, that's the theory. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but that's that's what people are I mean, going. That's with. essentially. So, like, I play with lightsabers. You can say, I, you know, I, I mean, mean that, could, that's that could assen- be semantics, but I mean, that's essentially a recast. They could, they could just, you know, whatever, do whatever they need to do with Rosario Dawson to make her just seem a little bit, a little bit younger. Because I mean, this isn't like you know, Snips Ahsoka, like yeah, season one of Clone Wars Ahsoka. But how? I mean, Rosario Dawson is what forty something. Are you really gonna like? Try and tell me that she's gonna play a. I mean, twenty-year-old. Look, I know makeup can do a lot. Makeup isn't gonna make me think this is Rosario Dawson. I'm holding up a picture of her right now. <laughs> you know, like that's a different person. Right, that, at that's that a point, different yeah, human being. Yeah, that, that is. But I mean, we got or that a different with Twilight. We got that with Solo. Togurdo, like all in Iron Rice obviously isn't Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah, but Glover obviously isn't Billy. Yeah, Lee. but there's an obvious age gap there. You can make Rosario Dawson. They're CG. They're C- We're making Kendall. Now we're making you and and you and Alec Guinness. Kendall, we can we can make Robert De Niro look like he's thirty again using whatever CG technology they use. I mean, the technology we have nowadays, they wouldn't need to recast. If they recast, that means they did it because of some controversy. Uh, we don't have to go on to the which the we're Rosario not going to we're, we're not going to open up that box of worms that whole can of worms, but. But no, I, I I give that a zero percent chance. There's no way zero percent chance. Zero. So I I think it's for me right now. I think it's the leading, it's the leading candidate. Nah, that's, I don't think yeah, it's. I think it's 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 a leading candidate in that like it may be twenty five percent, but like I don't think there's anything above it. Like I don't know what it I is. Again, the, I guess the leading candidate is it's no one that we know. You know, but when that's you probably but then Variety saying it's a major character, then that throws you into so it very well could very be confused. Somebody. Um, and she's very excited about it. Which she's very excited seem, about seem it. Seem to imply that they told her it's someone that people know. I mean, we think about My other. I mean, that play with lightsabers. Does Asajj Ventress play with lightsabers? That'd be interesting if she were playing Ventress, though. Um, uh, I think by this time. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible. I suppose it's possible. I mean, Death of Mirror, the Death of Mirror and people are, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a possibility. Uh, I know Ventress has, like, doesn't she have, like, blonde hair, I, th- I believe? Or? Does she? I don't know. Yeah, I believe I so. She was, uh, she was <laughs> uh, but she ended up growing her hair out, which okay. I didn't know they, they could grow hair out, but they did. But she did. I think she was like blonde, which I guess they can make her blonde, you know. But I mean, that's not something they can't do. Right, right. Uh, it's all just makeup. So, uh, just put give her the face paint, the body paint, like the same thing they did with Rosario. So I don't know. It's possible. It's definitely possible. I put that behind Seer. I think Seer. That's that's my initial guess, which is surprising. That's the, it's the only person I can think of really. Um, her or I, I suppose Ventress. Yeah, I mean, this is... But yeah, I definitely don't... I, I'm surprised Ahsoka is the leading theory. I don't think it's Ahsoka at all. Because Rosario Dawson... I think if Rosario Dawson did a bad job playing Ahsoka, 
or people were really like iffy on it or they just didn't like it, then I'd be like, I mean, it's possible. They like just recast. But she did a great job playing Ahsoka. So, yeah, and, and they're not going to cause, Deborah Chow is going to cause that kind of controversy. And just be like, no, no, I can't, I can't work with her, you know. So, so yeah, I don't know. A lot of very, very interesting things coming out of that character. Uh, but I just can't wait to see Hayden Christensen again, personally. Regardless of who she's playing. Yeah. I want to see Darth Vader again, man. Yeah. That is a boy. I might, my eyes will be glued to the screen. So I, I look. I'm still wrestling with, and we got it when we got it announced. I'm still wrestling with like, what is Hayden Christensen's involvement in any in any of this? He's playing Darth Vader. Like he doesn't yeah. need. You don't need Hayden Christensen. So is, it, yeah. is he like being going to be featured heavily in flashbacks? Are we going to be getting Clone Wars, armor, Obi Wan and Anakin flashbacks? Mm. And then maybe that's where Moses Ingram play comes into play. Imagine if Moses Ingram is playing flashback Ahsoka. Like maybe she's not maybe maybe she does eventually play her in in the current time, but maybe like they need her because they need her to be playing a flashback version of Ahsoka even more so than like the one we got in Mandalorian. Mm. Which at that point then it's like I mean you're de aging Rosario Dawson, but you can't play a you know a seventeen year old, you know, at some point. Uh, I mean I suppose. And again, you don't need to have Ahsoka in any of those flashbacks. Obi Wan Anakin would have plenty of interest that didn't include Ahsoka. But, um, yeah, I mean, I suppose that. I, but I if you know. did show flashbacks, that would uh, add another level of um, another level of you know emotion mm. when you throw Ahsoka into them. Mm. Um, some people also say Barris Offy is another possibility. I don't know if she's still around. Uh, that, that's I think that is, uh, at that point. Um, yeah, it's a possibility. Know. It's definitely a possibility. I don't know. It's 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 definitely interesting, something to think about. But we know we're getting someone else that apparently uses lightsabers, uh, so that's pretty exciting. She could also be just be a new Jedi. Yeah, I mean, new you Jedi, be a major character. New Jedi or a different Inquisitor, one of the Inquisitors, Seven Sister. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, could be could be very different people. Um. But yeah, that Hayden Christensen thing. Like, I, how do you? How featured is, I mean, are we just going to be getting, like, scenes of him, like, going into his back to tank on Mustafar every every episode? Like, how are you going to incorporate Hayden Christensen? Like, he's not doing the voice. That's <laughs> James Earl Jones or somebody that sounds like James exactly. Earl Jones. <laughs> you know, for the rest of time. Yeah. Um, I hope he's in the suit. You know, I don't see why not. I mean, yeah, is this a Mando situation? But even Mando is, it's Pedro Pascal's voice. It is. You know? It is. So it's like, at least he has some... I mean, literally, he'd just be a guy walking around in a costume. <laughs> right. And they, how much are you paying him to do this? Yep. You gotta get some value, some bang for your buck. Again, yeah. unless he's doing the voice. But now that that's gonna be a controversy. So, I mean, they didn't have James Earl Jones on the on the cast list, but I don't know if they, they really... They don't have him on the cast list. You know, I don't know if they do that still. <laughs> you know, it's not like he's, like, featured really... I mean, is he featured in the Rebels cast list? You know, or, the, right? or the Rogue One cast list? Yeah, the Rogue One is another one to look at. Yeah. Something to think about. You know, definitely something to think about. Um, but yeah, this is a very interesting list. we got a lot of interesting theories coming out uh, coming out of the woodwork, so there'll be a lot to talk about. Um, uh, but for now, we'll just be keeping track of the news. Production starts soon. 
Uh, we know production started in Andor a while ago. We're getting more set photos and stuff coming out. Uh, so all this is very, very exciting. So I can't wait for us to get more of these shows going. Bad Batch, Andor, Visions. So we're getting a lot of really cool stuff coming. All right, so next we got to talk about Kathleen Kennedy uh, again, which, you know, I know we've talked about her ad nauseum on this show, uh, and with good reason. Uh, she is the president of Lucasfilm. So everything that comes out of Lucasfilm, it has her stamp of approval or at the very least has her stamp of approval. But at most, based on some of the things you hear, she is directing it. She's saying, I want this. I want that. She's, you know, not necessarily telling people what to put in their movies, but she has a lot of control. Right. So uh, it makes sense that we would talk about her. So. Uh, so a lot of people have been calling for her to be fired. Some people. um, uh you know, calling for her to step down. Um, even I've been saying, and I was saying uh, for a while, especially through the, the sequel trilogy, that she was not doing a very good job, right? Most of the sequel trilogy movies um, uh, are not... Uh, I mean, it's it's so hit and miss. It's so up and down, so hot and cold. It seemed, A lot of it seemed very haphazardly put together. Uh, we now have it confirmed, basically, that it was very haphazardly put together. They didn't really know what they wanted to do, um, you know, which, you know, whether you like it or hate it, it's confirmed that that's out there. So, um, you know, some of the anthology movies are very good. Solo, Rogue One, very good. But the main movies, not so good. So a lot of people had a lot of issues. Um, so people have been calling for her to be fired. People are calling for her to step down. We've criticized her a million times said that we need some new ideas, new blood, new people making decisions at Lucasfilm. Uh, so someone asked her. Yeah. Someone asked Bob Chapek. During uh, the Disney Investor Meeting. Disney Investor Meeting. People asking Bob Chapek, is she, because rumors have been swirling for a while, she's being replaced. He mentioned, the guy mentioned she, Dave Filoni. She's stepping Are we going to put a guy like Dave Filoni in charge of, of Lucasfilm? Yeah, you know, we're getting people saying, you know, Dave, mentioned him Dave Filoni by name. Um, which again we've talked about you know again endlessly uh, you know just hopefully having someone like him at the helm who cares about Star Wars uh, you know beyond any kind of monetary gain um, which not again that's not to say Kathleen Kennedy is just some money grubbing you know uh, you know soulless person that doesn't care about Star Wars I'm sure she does she took part in its creation um, but you know someone that has that thinks like a creative Thinks like someone that is a writer, someone that makes new stories, right? And you know, um, and that's not really something that I, I see from Kathleen Kennedy. It's not something that I think she's been shown to do. I don't know for certain. I wasn't in the room when she was working on these mo the other movies she's worked on, but it doesn't seem like that's something that she does. And we know that that's not something that she did with the sequel trilogy. So people want someone like Filoni, who right now works on various different Star Wars projects, to potentially replace her. Or John Favreau, who we know did a great job with The Mandalorian and many other projects and Marvel movies and other types of movies to take over as well. Um, so Bob Chapek, who is the one of the heads, I know he's on the board. Is, CEO. He's a, Chapek's the current CEO. Yeah. So Chapek's the CEO and Iger is the... Chairman of the board. Chair, the, the chairman of the board. So, okay, so they kind of, they kind of, I guess, have different roles. But um, so Bob Chapek, CEO of Disney, 
confirmed that Kathleen Kennedy is not going anywhere, right? Said he looks forward to her uh, directing Lucasfilm uh, going forward, has no plans to replace her, no plans to remove her. Um, so I have mixed feelings about this. Obviously, I've, crit I've criticized Kathleen Kennedy endlessly on this show, and I think with good reason. I think some of the decisions she's made were not great. Some of the way that she ran some of the movie sets and the, the, just the rumors and things we were hearing from the press, not great. You know, it's not something a fan would, would really want to hear about something that they're looking forward to seeing. So, you know, I took issue with some of that. Uh, now, on the flip side, I will say, as of late, particularly the last year or so, or last couple years, actually, I'd say, in terms of the announcements and different shows that we know we're getting, she's been making changes. Right? She's been making a lot of good decisions, putting John Favreau um, and Dave Filoni as, you know, in charge of the Mandalorian project, giving Dave Filoni an Ahsoka show, right, giving him another animated show. I mean, these are things where it's like, okay, we're taking steps in the right direction. The fans want more Dave Filoni content. You're giving him a, a space to develop some content. I understand she would probably be like, okay, let's see how this goes, right? But she's giving him that opportunity. And I think that's that's very well earned on his part. Um, giving John Favreau more of an opportunity to work on more of The Mandalorian, to, to expand the live-action universe on Disney+. Plus. Um, putting so much Star Wars content on Disney+, Plus, really making that really almost the center focus of Star Wars going forward in terms of putting out new content. Disney Plus and the books. Uh, well, the books she's handled wonderfully throughout the entire, if she's had really any hand on it, which I would I would think that she would, um, at least to some extent. Uh, all the books have been wonderful. I love all, really, most if not all of the novels that have come out since Disney Plus Star Wars. So she's uh, that's been handled great, but everything on screen has been a bit of a mess. But, um, but this, lately... She's done nothing. I can't. I have, I have. I have had nothing to criticize. In the very, very recent, uh, recent uh, past, right? In the past couple of years, everything that's come out of Star Wars, I've liked. For the most part, I can't really think of anything that I was like, "Oh, I didn't. I hated this. I didn't like this." Especially the last episode of The Mandalorian. It gave me feelings of this is the stuff that made me a Star Wars fan in the first place. So when you're giving me content like that, I can't complain. So I understand Chapik saying, you know, we don't really have any plans to replace her going forward. She's doing a good job so far right now, right? I don't know if that's going to change if we get more live-action movies in the future in the RMS, then I would want them to revisit the conversation again, right? But uh, for now, you know, I'm not exactly, you know, chomping at the bit saying they need to remove her right now. Would I rather have Filoni or Favreau in charge? Yes, absolutely. You know, if they were to ask me, yes, I would 100% prefer to have one or both of them in charge instead of Kathleen Kennedy. But uh, if they, uh, you know, are satisfied with what she's doing now, I mean, she has, I guess, technically made them a lot of money, though I'd argue the Star Wars name and, and effects and all that. And the nostalgia did that. But <laughs> uh, but she but she didn't totally wreck the ship. So they're satisfied with what she's done. So she will be staying on. Um, Ken, there's been a lot of buzz, a lot of different feelings about it from the Star Wars community, the Star Wars fan base, a lot of negative feelings, uh, some positive feelings, 
right? So, um, uh, so some people really like the Star Wars content. So, how do you feel about it? Um, overall, I, I, I feel like I get it. I get why Chapek is saying this has been a massive success. She's done a great job. I mean, they, would they pay for 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 Lucasfilm Disney for something billion? Yeah, I don't know, something four like point four, something billion, yeah, four billion, five billion, something like that. Like they they made that over in that. They time. made that over in like a couple of years. Yeah, like easy. Everything. I mean, she and she is uh she she spearheaded that. So from their perspective, they're like she's made us billions of dollars. Um, I think that that is not the full picture. Um. You know, I mean, why, like, if you had a chance at, you know, $100 and you you only gave up $2 and you ended up getting 50 why would you, I mean, yeah, you'd be happy that, you know, you got 50 out of the $2, but if you had a chance at 100 you want to try and get the 100 and you left the 100 on the table. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would assume that, you know, they understand that, but look, uh, to me... I agree that I think Kennedy has done a good enough job in the, you know, in the last year. Um, everything post-Mandalorian and that release, I think that's clearly been their focus at Disney when it comes to yep. Star Wars. It was two things. It was Galaxy's Edge. Yep. Which obviously, Chapek is very involved in very involved parks in. Yeah. background. Yep. And it was um, the Disney Plus rollout. They yep. don't have any movies coming out. Ryan Skywalker was... I don't want to call it a flop because that may seem kind of kind of harsh, mm-hmm. but it was a disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker was a disappointment. Uh, I think everyone at Disney would understand that the whole sequel trilogy as a whole was largely a disappointment. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker should be should be um, with Avatar and Endgame. It could be yeah, it should be an Endgame it level type. It really of should be at that level, but it's like, not. and that's where the Force Awakens had started the the project. It started the property of Star Wars, and. The money, the money went down from there. Yep, that should have never happened. So, look, we understand Kathleen Kennedy as a film producer. Um, in recent years, has been shaky. Solo, shaky. Rogue One, solid. Rogue One's a good movie. Um, but the right now, their priorities I think at Disney have been focused on Galaxy's Edge. You know, and I'm sure, obviously, pre-pandemic probably did a very good job. Money wise, and then uh, the Disney Plus stuff, which the Mandalorian huge. Um, we got the Disney Investor Day, um, as I as I like to call Disney Fandom. We got those <laughs> announcements of all those different Star Wars shows, and everybody was buzzing about everything that we're going to be getting in the Star Wars universe going forward. So when you've got, you know, we got the Book of Boba Fett coming out very soon, but then you've got. Um, Andor, and you've got Obi-Wan, which we talked about, and you got Lando, and all these different things. Um, I can see why they're saying, look, this is a bad time to move on to somebody else, you know, to give the reins to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these next couple of years are going to be crucial, though. If these, if those shows aren't all great, or most of them great, um, if Obi-Wan is suspect, that's a bad start. Um, if Andor is suspect, Andor is a risky project. You know, I mean, it's not like a character that is like Obi Wan doesn't feel risky to me. It's risky in the sense that beloved characters that if you ruin, you know, you're gonna get you know destroyed. But it's like it seems like you know hard to mess up. 
<laughs> you know that that story. Oh, um, what you you mean Obi Wan? Yeah, Obi Wan seems hard to mess with. Yeah, yeah. It's risky Obi-Wan, in the yeah. sense that you know if you do, like <laughs> you're gonna lose your job. Yeah, Obi Wan. I have a lot of faith in Deborah Chow. The episode she directed of the, of the Mandalorian was very, very good. Yes. And I have a lot of faith in Ewan McGregor. As long as Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan, which he will be Obi-Wan, <laughs> which those of you who have seen Star Wars, which I'm sure everyone listening to this has, you know what I'm talking about. As long as Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan, I will be satisfied. The story, I'm sure it will be decent um, at the very least. Um, and I'm sure there will be a lot of wows, a lot of oohs, a lot of ahs. Um, but, you know, I'm not expecting to to just be completely floored, blown away. Like when I read the Kenobi novel, which was very good. I wasn't floored or blown away. But it was a very good kind of anthology. It was a very good additional story. So that's really all I'm expecting from the show. Um, so, yeah, it would be hard to mess that up. My recommendation, because I agree with you that... You know, what people want is for Marvel to have their own Kevin Feige. Or for Star, Marvel, Lu- yeah, for Star Wars, Lucasfilm to have their own Kevin Feige. Um, yeah. There were several reports that Feige confirmed he is not involved yeah, in, yeah, in, he said, in Star Wars. Yeah, he said, Disney that's Plus. all Kennedy. You know, <laughs> I'm only doing my one movie and that's it. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Shio, people very upset. No, I'm yeah, you know, uh, like... There, like you said, there were those people that wanted Feige then move on to Star Wars, save Star Wars, but they need to find their own version of Kevin Feige. I don't necessarily see Kennedy. I think as they have their own one. version of Kevin Feige, but I've talked about that right. already. That right. They're underutilizing Dave Filoni. And- what I think they should do is I think that they should that Kennedy and Disney should appoint someone as a creative director of all creative all creative content. Someone who 100%. Kennedy has a good relationship with, that she's yep. not going to over overrule on stuff. Exactly. Someone she's she's comfortable giving the reins to from a creative standpoint. Yeah. And she's the president. She can create that role. Yeah. So you just make the role. Yeah, 100%. And, and you know, she can handle the business part. You yes. know, the, the she can handle the, the, finan- budget, the finances. Yeah. She can oversee all of that. Yeah. The toys. 100%. You know, in the rollout the and the and parks, Indiana and Jones, Galaxy's Edge, and yeah, Indiana Jones and Red Tails and all that. She can handle all of that. She can handle all of that. But there's the creative, the creative, the making of the stories. We need someone to handle that. Someone yes. that knows and cares and, about Star Wars. Uh, the two people would deeply. be John Favreau or Dave Filoni. Exactly. You know, those would be the two people. Those that are the would, two people that you would give that who are at Lucasfilm now, yes. who have been working with them, creating amazing content, and who the fans love and trust. You know, yeah. so yeah. I mean, to me, to me, that's the easy decision. They're not going to do that right now. Um, yeah, and look, I mean, we'll we'll, look, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how some of these stories go. Um, what they can't have is all of the Filoni Favreau stuff to be good and the stuff that they're not involved in not be good. That's true. Because if that happens, if Andor flops, if Acolyte flops, if Lando flops, you know, Obi-Wan, again, I have a hard time believing that's going to flop. But if it does, and the rest of that stuff, but if Ahsoka and Rangers of the New Republic and the Mandalorian and Book of Ovid are all great, people are going to start asking questions. Yep. Or is, is this new era of Star Wars... Only good if Filoni and Favreau are involved. Yep. 
that's not something that Disney wants to deal with. So, um, hopefully, I, I feel like that's kind of what's happening anyway, in terms of like them having major say in the direction of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. From just a from from a broader standpoint, I don't think you know Filoni's calling any shots on the Obi Wan story, but in terms of I think they have probably a large involvement in the story group and things of that nature. But um, yeah, I mean, which I feel like the story group's kind of supposed to be that creative direction a little bit. Yeah, they 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 keep the canon yeah in line yeah, but I feel like they're supposed to kind of have a they have some kind of creative role. I would think. I, th- I mean, I don't know. I I haven't seen. I don't know the job description. Yeah. <laughs> of a story group member. Yeah. I think they have some measure of creative control. Um, you know, in, in terms of them being able to approve certain things or say, no, we have plans for that. We actually have plans for this and so on and so forth. So Cena imply they have some kind of creative control over what the overarching story is. Um, I mean, if that's the case, then maybe some of them gotta go. I don't know. Someone needs to be held held responsible, yeah, uh, for what's been going on. But, uh, but yeah. So Kathleen Kennedy's here to stay. Uh, so that is, um, at least for the foreseeable future. I don't have too big of an issue with it. Um, yeah. so far, uh, we'll see how things go. The Disney Plus series are going very well. Uh, the games are going very well. The books are going very well. Uh, so hopefully it continues to go well. I'm very satisfied right now as a Star Wars fan. I'm very excited for all the content that's coming out. Kathleen Kennedy so far has not... I didn't see any evidence of her meddling or stepping in to the Mandalorian to insert this or that or whatever in the show. And I would have no proof of that anyway, but I I didn't see anything that would have made me think this is very odd and nothing came out of the trades or any of the newspapers or magazines to say, yeah, no, she's kind of going off the deep end. Similar, Similar to what we were hearing before. Uh, with Solo and Rogue One and other projects also. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, so I'm good with this. And we'll we'll keep track of this, obviously, as we always do. And uh, keep you guys updated. Uh, so next, uh, the last uh, news uh, story that we have for the day is surrounding Sebastian Stan, which Kendall had alluded to at the top of the show. So Sebastian Stan, of course, doing press for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, he was asked about playing Luke Skywalker, uh, which, um, which uh, many people, myself very much included, I've been calling for this for many years. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I saw the concept art, I said, do it immediately. We need an old Luke. And I still, I still think we need an old Luke. Even though a lot of people saw the Mandalorian and they were like, okay, that's good enough. I, I don't think that's good enough. We need an adult Luke story in live action or animation. I don't care where it is. I just have to see an adult Luke. <laughs> I have to see an adult Luke. I have to hear an adult Luke doing stuff on TV or on the movie screen. You know, so I, I still want to see that. Um, people are asking Sebastian Stan if he, you know, is playing Luke Skywalker, would play Luke Skywalker. Um, he basically said he is not playing Luke Skywalker and he would only consider it if Mark Hamill said he was okay with it. Uh, so that's very interesting. Some people are taking this as him, st- him, you know, stomping on any theories that he's playing Luke. I mean, it sounds like he's open to it. That's not a, that's definitely not a hard no. It really isn't even close to a hard no. I didn't see him say it, so I don't know how, what the tone was, but it, it sounds like he's definitely leaving the door open 
And he would just want Mark Hamill's approval, which I have no doubt in my mind that Hamill would give. He, he, Hamill does not seem like the kind of guy who... I mean, he approved of the CG, Luke, and uh, which he wasn't in the CG, was he? Was that somebody else? Or was that... That wasn't him. Well, they had... No, yeah, they had a, an actor, but they also, like, uh, you know... Did his voice? Hamill did the voice. Yeah, it was Hamill's voice. Hamill's voice. But it was they, a different actor standing there. It's a different actor. They tried to, you know... Do his voice to or do his face to make it look like Mark Hamill. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's okay with that. He's, I mean, I, I, he doesn't seem like someone who would be like, no, there's no way. He's made plenty of jokes about it online, about Sebastian Stan playing Luke and him looking like his son and stuff like that. I don't think he would have any kind of issue at all. And he's just such a he's just such a laid back, funny guy. I don't think he would have any issue whatsoever with anyone playing Luke, let alone Sebastian and Stan. So, yeah, I think I think they should pull the trigger on this. Uh, Stan does seem to confirm that they don't have any plans in the works right now, or he doesn't seem to have been contacted by anybody, um, though, I mean, we don't know that for sure, but it doesn't seem that way. Uh, but hopefully they do, because this is definitely one of the more asked-for things uh, from Star Wars fans. Yeah, yeah, to me, this is a... Um this is a big deal, I think, when you're talking about, obviously, Luke Skywalker, you know, we know that there are some major stories that you could tell. It's kind of similar to the Obi-Wan thing, where it's like, oh, what are you going to do? What story yeah. are you going to tell with Luke at that Stuff time? like that, see, and stuff like this is why people, and I'm not going to go on another rant, Kennedy rant, I'm not going to do it. Or Hidalgo, or any of these other, <laughs> any of these other people. Yeah, I, I purposely did not mention Hidalgo's name. You know, I'm not going to go on another one, another one of these rants on on the on those people. But stuff like that is why we need people like Filoni, <laughs> people like John Favreau, people that have an ear for the fans, that care what the fans think. They care what the fans think. They want to please the fans, and they are fans themselves. Yes, and they, do you not want to make money? And they, and wanted, they, do you like and money? they just know that this is a story that hasn't been done. It doesn't decanonize or or ruin anything else. It's just telling more stories in a time period that we where we don't have that many stories. If you told a Luke Skywalker movie, or or I mean, let's just say movie. If you're talking from the sake of money making, sure. let's say it's a movie. I think a series make more sense. But if you're talking just money money making, if you made a Luke Skywalker movie. That now has Grogu in it, and has Ben Solo. It could be anybody playing Ben Solo. It doesn't have to be Adam Driver. You could do it Aaron, an Adam Driver and just you know put his face on or something weird like that. But assuming you know you're gonna actually have somebody that that's playing uh, Ben Solo like that, you know, I mean that movie's making like hundreds of millions. Yep. With Sebastian Stan, like that's a Batman level movie. Oh yeah. And they've got a Batman level movie they just don't want to do because. Uh, I don't know. They have they haven't really they haven't really given a reason. To me, know. like it, it's an easy it's an easy fix. It's an easy thing. He looks so much like Luke Skywalker. Um, he's been in. He's had experience in the in these tentpole kind of movies, um, playing you know the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in Captain America: Civil War. He's been in Captain America: First Avenger. He's been in every Captain America movie. Um, and now he's in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's been in these Avengers movies. Like Sebastian Stan is is ready to play that kind of character. I mean, to me, like there is no. This isn't like 
Oh yeah, the guy. I mean, remember there was the guy who looked like Han Solo, but he like or he sounded like him. But he hadn't really been like in anything big. Yep. And they were oh let's make him Han Solo, and it's like ah, but that guy. I mean, we don't even know if he can act. Exactly. Just because you do a good impersonation doesn't mean that he can he can handle everything that comes with playing Han Solo. Like I'm one hundred percent certain Sebastian Stan can can deal with being Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. To me, this is an easy thing. Um, this is an easy thing to get done. It's an easy story to tell. Um, you know, I mean, again, you know, if you want to do the, like a Mara Jade story, you know, Luke, you want to introduce Mara Jade if you want. You want to dig into some of the some of the legend stuff. I mean, this. I mean, I can't say it enough that this is an easy thing, to, an easy story to tell. I mean, um, it's just, it seems like common sense, Kendall. And I, th- I think this is like going to be like Obi Wan's. One of those things is going to take many, many years. Yes, and you need um, more fans calling for it. Many, many years, many more fans for some reason. For some reason, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, I don't know if 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 they pay attention to social media at Lucasfilm. Um, though of course they had they need to be careful with that because there's a lot of random hate for 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 reasons that aren't anything that they should be listening to. But. You know, if they pay attention to just things that Star Wars fans want, just regular, you know, average Star Wars fans, things that they're asking for, right? Like, do they do they pay attention? And fans care about that stuff, you know, because because you have people at Lucasfilm, um, and I think they should have people at Lucasfilm that actually communicate with the fans too. And I think that's something that that a lot of these bigger companies and organizations don't do as much. Uh, just as an example, it is a bit of a tangent, but uh, if you've heard of Avatar: The Last Airbender, um, uh, it's a it's an animated show. Uh, it's, it's had sequel series and all that. It's very popular, but they are actually very communicative with the fans. Uh, they there's several different fan pages and things like that where they communicate directly with fans about different things, different theories, different things like that. And you know, Lucasfilm. I don't know that that's something that they do if they really, like, listen to the fans. It just seems like if... It seems like, you know, even on this show, you know, it's like it's just all of our ideas and everything. that It just goes in a black hole. It's like it's just... Does Lucasfilm hear you? I don't know. But they're going to come out with, with another Ray movie. You know, like, it's just they're going to do what they're going to do. And the fans just have to just watch it yeah. and hope it's good. And it's like, no. Like, come on. You want to have there be some kind of two-way. That's why the Obi-Wan news is so refreshing, right? Because he's like, oh, so they know that we want this. Yeah. And they're going to give it to us. <laughs> Putting Hayden Christensen in it. Like, that's Putting Hayden Christensen. That's just pure fan service. That's in good. <laughs> you know, they didn't have to do that, but they did. Good. <laughs> so it's like, you know, Luke is next. Like, people want a live-action Luke. The CG that we got in The Mandalorian, it was fine. I, I enjoyed it. It was very emotional. I got very emotional. Well, I didn't get, I didn't go crazy emotional, but I was like, wow, like this is really, I'm really seeing this right now. Um, but it's not the same as getting an actual live action Luke. Give him the black glove, black costume, green lightsaber. It's over. Yeah, it's just, that's it. It's over, you know, and just the tease in the Mandalorian is not enough. It's not. No, it's only going to make the, it's only going to amplify the voices. It's only gonna make the make the need that more that much more. So, so yeah. I mean, I think I think they gotta do it at some point. I think this is another one of those things that they have to do. Yeah. At some point. Like I, I don't see how they. Don't. So what if I told you 
not Sebastian Stan, but an animated show. I mean, to me, I'm saying I, I would think both would actually make sense. But um, let's say you're getting a Clone Wars, Filoni kind of show, but with Luke Skywalker and his prime. Uh, I'd be satisfied with that. Yeah, to me, that's like the alternative. I'd be satisfied. That's the only alternative that. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's the only alternative that I'd be okay with. But if we're not getting Sebastian Stan, which I would still prefer Sebastian Stan personally, right? That I would be okay with that alternative because at least you're giving me live action Luke Skywalker content. You can actually probably do even more animated in terms of force powers and crazy things <laughs> right. and things like that <laughs> than you could in live action and yeah. have it look good and make sense and you can still save money. Yeah, you know. So you just can't make as much money animated. Yeah, you just can't make as much money, but fine, whatever. Even if you want to just shut the fans up, right? Even if you yeah. just oh, okay, you hey, Filoni, work on a Luke's project. I'd be like, all right, I'd be I'd be more than satisfied with that. One hundred percent. So, uh, so yeah, you know, I I think this is something they'll have to do at some point. I really do. Uh, but all right, so just to to wrap up this show, uh, I want to give very very brief. Uh, reviews because I don't want this to run too long. I want to give very brief reviews of Into the Dark uh, by Claudia Gray, which is the latest High Republic novel that was released. Um, and also, from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back as well. Um, so, uh, which that was written by various different uh, various authors is a collection of short stories that take place. Throughout the timeline of the movie, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. And from various different perspectives. Hence the name from a certain point of view. So it's very interesting. A very cool uh, collection of stories there. Uh, so for Into the Dark. Um, uh, this book written by Claudia Gray. Who's written Lost Stars. Um, Star Wars Bloodlines. Leia Princess of Alderaan. And um, Master and Apprentice. Uh, she, I have enjoyed all of her books. So far, I think she's batting a thousand uh, in terms of her Star Wars literature. Top three Star Wars author. Yeah, absolutely. By easily top three, many people's favorites. Uh, easily, easily top three. Um, uh, I of the of the two Star Wars novels that we have, that I like this one more than Light of the Jedi. Uh, so this was m much more contained story. There were fewer characters. Um, you got to know the characters more. And it, w it just wasn't bouncing all over the place. Not that Light of the Jedi wasn't great. I thought that was a great novel as well by Charles Soule. But this novel, this book was just it's a group of characters who were following their journey. That's it. Uh, with some flashbacks. So it follows a young uh, Jedi Padawan, Wreath uh, Silas, who's already one of my favorite High Republic characters. I want to see him in everything. Um, so he's kind of like a, I guess you could say a bookworm uh, Jedi. Um, he's a teenager, uh, you know, teen, teen slash young adult. He's kind of getting up there in age, but he's a teenager. And um, he is, uh, uh, he ends up going on a uh, mission uh, sent by his master. His master saying, get out of the Jedi temple get out of the library, go on an adventure, basically, <laughs> basically what she says. And uh, so he goes on this adventure with a few other Jedi as well, um, uh, you know, and um, uh, so they end up going and seeing and finding, and this is a very, very Cliff Notes version of the book. 
<laughs> so so excuse me being very very brief with the with the plot and spoiler alert I'm gonna spoil everything so if you if you don't want to be spoiled at all um, uh, then you may want to to uh, end the book but um, but I'm not gonna go into too much detail so it, I'll, I'll give a light spoiler alert I'm not gonna you know go into very very great detail about everything um, so uh, so they end up finding uh, a floating ship uh, out uh, there's a there uh, seem to be um, uh, people in distress people that need assistance um, and there's also uh, it seems to be uh, an empty almost empty ship with and there's a lot of dark side energy uh, actually uh, in the ship as well and there, there seem to be these totems or these uh, you know these like artifacts uh, or idols, whatever you want to call them. Um, and, uh, so there's a lot of, you know, kind of weird force visions going on, uh, on this ship, uh, seem to be a lot of just dark side, kind of just negative things going on. So they take the totems back to jet, back to Coruscant. Um, uh, they had their own like ritual to almost like bind them, but actually ends up the totems, turns out the totems were containing the dark side energy on the ship. And without the totems, the dark side energy on the ship went rampant, and they had these these plant beings called the Grengear, who they're these plant dark side beings. They're basically like plant monsters, honestly. Uh, so I have mixed feelings about them. I don't know how I feel about them as a High Republic, a mainstay High Republic villain, uh, but they're basically the main villains of the book. Them, and there's also a few Nihil as well that end up that actually were low-key undercover um, on the ship as well. Um, and more Nihil show up, and then the Dringer fighting the Nihil. It's a lot of conflict in the book. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm not going to reveal the very end, because the very end is, 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 is great. And it's a huge, it's a great setup for future um, Star Wars content um, with Wreath. Um, but I love the character, honestly. She, she, Claudia Gray does such a great job of characterizing people in these books. Um, so, uh, so it's just a very brief kind of summary blurb of, of, of what happens. There's a lot that happens in this book that I did not go into on purpose, honestly. Um, but um, it's really good, and I highly recommend it. So the second book I want to give a very, very, very brief review of is, the, from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back. It's a collection of short stories. I'm not going to go into every short story, obviously, but um, uh, but there are a lot of highlights. Um, so if you wanted a Boba Fett short story, it's here. If you wanted a Boss short story, it's here. That one's actually a little longer. That one could have been a little shorter, but there's a Boss short story here. If you wanted, you know, a uh, Ray Sloan short story during The Empire Strikes Back. All right. She's active during the Empire Strikes Back. She's she's active <laughs> and doing things during the Empire Strikes Back in the Empire. It's there. If you want a Yoda short story, Dagobah is there. Um, there's plenty of short stories on Hoth of the people from the Rebel side, people from the Imperial side. Um, if you want a Lando short story, if you want there's I, honestly, I think there may be there. there I think there are a couple, a, a little bit too many, um, uh, Bespin short stories. I don't care about Bespin that much, but there are a lot of stories about different people on Bespin. Um, 
there's a Jackson short story, which Jackson is the a, rabbit. The rabbit. Jackson the rabbit. There's a Jackson short story. If you like Jackson, he's all wacky and wonky. He sounded all weird. It's, he's in. He's in the book. All right. You'll probably like him. You'll probably like the short story. It's a little. It's a, it's a yeah, weird funny. short story. Yeah, I want to get Jackson in like. He was on Bespin apparently. material or something like that. Yeah, apparently he was on Bespin while the Empire was showing up. Everything's well, going crazy. Doesn't he have stories with Lando? I guess I, I'm not familiar with the character. Oh yeah. He he, he mentions he talks about Lando. He says Lando all colloquially, so I guess right. they know each other. Yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. I think his character originated with like him and Lando stories. Yeah. So he's got stuff with Lando. Lando doesn't really like him or trust him. I don't know. Right. But um. But yeah. So Jackson, uh, is has a short story. Um. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of short stories. Uh, in this in in the book, a lot of very very good, um. Uh, very very good stories in the book. Did you see? Um, Ahmad Best said he's not going to be an Obi Wan. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that that was confirmed. Um, which is very interesting. Um, though honestly, to me, it's not that surprising. I mean, <laughs> not a bad surprise. I mean, I can't. How can I really be surprised by that? Is he going to so. be an Andor? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Um. All right. No Qui Gon. I, I, I didn't mention that, but no Qui Gon on that on that well, cast. No Qui Gon on the cast list. That's true. It's a little little unfortunate. Doesn't mean that he's not in it. Doesn't, I, mean, I doesn't confirm he's not in it. If he was in it, that he didn't tell. People us. are probably reaching out to Liam Neeson now on Twitter, whatever social media yeah. he may have. I, to say, <laughs> does Liam Neeson have a Twitter? To say that's hey, that's a good Jeopardy, Jeopardy question. Right? To say hey, are you in Obi Wan? Please tell me you're in Obi Wan. <laughs> Why weren't you on the cast? <laughs> Honestly, that may be a surprise, right? So they may not want to just give that away. I mean, he's dead at that point. So that would kind of be a spoiler, wouldn't it? If they were to say, oh, Liam Neeson, it'd be like, oh, so... Well, exactly, getting, yeah. Like, if I, he's like, in it, then okay. I'd rather not know. I guess we're getting Force Ghost Liam Neeson, yeah. you know? So they, they may that may be a surprise. Even if it's just his voice. He doesn't even have to show up as a Force Ghost, mind you. I don't need him to show up as a Force Ghost. Even if it's just his voice, or someone that sounds very much like him, I would be satisfied with that, personally. Um, oh, if they do like the whole uh, like you're just hearing take clips of him from the from the original, take clips of him from uh, Phantom. No, Man. I mean like a, like a voiceover. Like he, they bring him into a studio and have him say stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's even better than like like what they did in like the Force Awakens and stuff. Where they yeah, I w- yeah. Someone that- say a word, you know, Lini say Obi Wan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something, just a clip that they got from. Yeah, exactly. From the Phantom Menace. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, interesting that Liam Neeson is, was not featured in that, but I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't go crazy if he wasn't in it, but I'm oh, holding he's out. The hope. chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> something random. Yeah. But um, but yeah. Overall, uh, Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view, I highly recommend it. I can't wait for the next one. They have to come out with Return of the Jedi. I'm expecting that to come out on the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Um, and that one uh, will probably... Um, uh, probably I wouldn't say it will probably be better. Honestly, I, I probably like the last one better than this one. Um, though, I don't know. I think it, it depends on the different locations. The next one's probably going to have a, a whole bunch of stories on indoor... Right. And uh, which, I mean, I'm not, honestly, not exactly looking forward to. It's probably going to be a whole lot of uh, whatever those creatures were. I forget their name. 
Um, the creatures on Endor, the little teddy bears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I'm forgetting the name. It's like, I don't know why it's not coming to me right now. This is so weird. What's it called? And that, the uh, Ewoks? Yeah, Ewoks. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I we're probably going to get a whole lot of Ewok short stories, which yeah. I'm not exactly looking forward to, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, we were, either way, I can't wait for the next one. I hope they keep doing these. I hope we get some prequel ones. I want some prequel ones. I want, from a certain point of view, Phantom Menace. Like, I want, yeah. from a certain point of view, Revenge like, of the Sith. Yeah. I feel like something that's just like Clone Wars. Probably. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> they just give you, I watch Clone Wars. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> point. <laughs> well, look. Watch the Tartakovsky joint. <laughs> Attack of the Clone. Yeah, that's true. They do They do switch perspectives a lot in Clone Wars, so that's definitely true. Um, all right. So I think that'll do for this for this show. I don't, I don't really have anything else. Um, uh, so thank you all so much for listening. Uh you know, you can. We'll be trying to do the show as much as we can. Are you excited uh, about the Tartakovsky Clone Wars coming back? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, though those are so short, I'll probably finish it in a day. <laughs> uh, I think total is like maybe what 30, 40 minutes. It's really not. Yeah. Long to just binge them all because they're five minutes. Yeah, yeah. But I am excited. I'm glad they're going to be on Disney Plus. They need to bring Star Wars Detours back, man. That's the. Or, yeah, they got to bring that back. Jordan Mason says that's the uh, that seems to be in the works. They gotta put uh, High Republic, not High Republic. They gotta put a uh, um, holiday special. Holiday special. Life day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they gotta <laughs> put that joint on there. Um, and we've got no, we've got no news. What's going on with this Lego game? The Lego game's been like kind of, been kind of quiet. Yeah, they've been quiet. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, busting down the doors for it because I, I, I played, <laughs> I played the complete saga. <laughs> so it's like, I mean. You know, you're adding the Force Awakens and the sequel stuff, but I mean, I don't mind waiting for that. But um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see when when we get that. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it for this uh for this show, guys. So thank you all so much for listening. We're gonna try to try to uh, pump out some more of these shows. Uh, the more news that we get, um, you know, Kendall showing me some images. He's very upset about <laughs> uh, the Skywalker Saga Lego game, but. Uh, we're going to be trying to pump out some more news. Um, you know, whenever anything anything newsworthy comes out, we've all been very busy, unfortunately, with <laughs> with life. But we're going to try to, uh, you the know, Falcon and Winter Soldier kind continue. Of yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and you know, just everything going on in the world. Yeah. I mean, everything's everything's kind of crazy. But, um, but yeah, we're going to try to continue uh, uh, creating more, more and more content for you guys. Yeah. Um, so you know, check me out on social media. I'm trying to post a little bit more on Instagram. Um, I'm not on Snapchat as much, but you can check me out on Snapchat too. Uh, <laughs> I'm at MCSham22, and um, uh, you can also check out. I'm on a separate podcast as well. Well, first of all, I'm on Hero Talk on New Generation Podcast Network. So check that out. We talk about superhero stuff. Uh, so if you're a fan of superheroes or comic books or comic book shows or movies, check that out. And I also have a separate Star Wars podcast called uh, Geeking Out Over Star Wars, I do it with my friend Zachary Breland, uh, where we also talk about uh, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. So check that out. Uh, it's on everywhere you can find your podcast, Geeking Out Over Star Wars. Definitely check it out. Uh, that'll do it for this one. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. Everything you'll get through, just make the force be with you.